spreading messages of gratitude and hearing stories from our American heroes, 97.5 Y Country and Boss Services dedicate our efforts to showing our veterans how much we appreciate them. The May We Thank You Tour is presented by Boss Services with support from Medic One Ambulance, Aiden's Landscape Supply, Pristine Pool and Spa, St. Joe Monument Works, Mel's Cafe and Southwest Michigan CBD, and Stark's Family Funeral Homes and Cremation Services. The 2022 May We Thank You Tour, live and in person. The May We Thank You Tour is back at it, and we are here in Baroda. I love this place. It is so awesome to be able to see some great friends, uh, not only here at the Legion, but even folks that are coming and hanging out at the Legion, too, stopping by for these T-shirts as we are, again, using this opportunity to hand out these T-shirts for free in exchange for donations that stay right here 100% at the American Legion Post 345 in Baroda. I want to say a huge thank you to Boss Services, as they are our presenting sponsor here this year for the Maybe Thank You Tour, and we are going to talk to... Actually, one of our friends from Boss Services. Sarge, how the hell are you, man? Great to see you. Great to see you. Matt, I'm doing great. Thank you. And thanks thanks a lot for what you guys are doing at 97.5 there uh, with the country station, you know, putting us out there. And you being out here at these events, it's great. It supports all of all the people that supported the country for all these years. And we appreciate it. Thank you. Well, absolutely. My pleasure. And uh, I, I try to mention this as much as I can to be even included in an opportunity to have a conversation about service. And that is uh, something I don't take lightly and I don't take it for granted. So thank you. And as we, again, have toured around, talked to a lot of different folks about their service uh you are one of those guys that we've had talked to before and your service in the marine corps was something that you're very proud of so tell me a little bit about you know what that service means to you as somebody who actually enlisted and served well i i understand i understand um and and i appreciate the question there i decided i college wasn't a fit for me so i decided to join the military during the time that uh, I was looking around at different options, I picked the United States Marine Corps because they were the toughest. That just seems to be my mentality, to try the harder things, whatever the case was. And sometimes that bites me in the ass. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything. All the experiences that I did, everything that I've done, all the people that I've met, all the different countries that I've been to, and all the people that I've helped throughout my career in the military, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything at all. We have discussed, you know, a little bit about, you know, the toughness and with some other of the uh, veterans that we've talked to about, you know, their service. But from somebody who's talking to other, I mean, looking at, uh, you know, Jeff is a perfect example as another Marine veteran, too. What is that like to be able to have that connection with somebody who also served in the same branch of service as you in comparison? And not that it's, you know, I'm, I'm not saying better or worse or anything like that for other Navy, Army, or any of that stuff, but it's got to be something different when you share that brotherhood, that same likeness as a fellow veteran. For sure. You know, I always have a lot of respect for all the veterans because everybody put their time out there. Mm-hmm. I uh, I joined the Marines for whatever, the, for the reasons that I mentioned that I joined the Marines, and I know a lot of other Marines that are out there, and we've gotten together and, and do things like that. But when you really think about it, the military today is different than the military in the past, and I've always put this out there to all the veterans of the past. Vietnam, World War II, all of those veterans had to do what they did because they had to do it. They were drafted. I chose to be in. I chose to do what I would do and all that. So you got to give them a lot of respect. Back in the day, I don't think we gave them enough respect for what they did, you know. And um, there's a lot of disabled veterans that are still living from World War II and Vietnam and all that kind of stuff. And they deserve our respect because they gave their all. 100%. Uh, Could not have said it better myself. From your perspective as a veteran, for Memorial Day coming up, 
what is the best way that we as civilians can show our respect and our gratitude for not only the veterans that are no longer here with us, but their families who also sacrificed so much to be able to give us the opportunity to have parades to celebrate and to to live the life that we live every day. There's a lot of stuff, but the number one thing is fly the American flag. You want to show your support for veterans. You want to show your support for the country that the veterans are fighting for and the country that you live in, that we all live in, and, and try to try to build a life, try to be better than other countries, whatever the case is. Fly American flag. Just keep it up. I love it. That's a great answer. The last question I want to ask is, out of your entire time serving, what is the single moment or time or event that you are most proud of? It's a hard question. That, that is a tough question. Um, I've traveled around the world, done a lot of different things for a lot of things. I guess it comes back to Desert Shield and Desert Storm. It just so happened, and, and it was whether it's a fluke or whatever the case was, my meticulousness and organization, my entire unit did not lose any weapons during Desert Shield and Desert Storm, and I actually got a little award for that. Nothing, nothing major by any means, but the fact that I didn't lose any weapons and all the other units that had been over there had lost weapons, I don't know, that was a big deal to me. <laughs> Something to be proud of, man, yeah. for sure. Amazing to be able to have a conversation with you again. You're off the hook for the rest of the interviews. You know that now, right? That's cool. Just, I love it. <laughs> just get it done without the way right away. Matt, I got to tell you, I do appreciate everything you guys do here. You know, Jen's been a big part of uh, of all of this stuff and, and all the photography and all the different events that we do and commercials and all the stuff. You guys are doing an outstanding job, and I really appreciate well, it. Well, it's the least we can do to celebrate you and, and what you do to give us, again, uh, the freedoms that we have today, my friend. Let's introduce yourself, and let me uh, start also not only with uh, who you are, but also your rank, too. Uh, John Brown. I was a staff sergeant in the U.S. Army. Now... In the U.S. Army, obviously, you uh, have a lot of discipline, uh, a lot of things that you do, and a lot of job opportunities in the Army. What exactly did you do uh, in your day-to-day -day operations? In the military, I was in uh, military police. Okay, wow. And then after you uh, got out of the service then and stopped your service, then did you continue police uh, work here in southwest Michigan or anywhere else? No, I moved to Wisconsin, and then uh, I got a job at a nuclear power plant in security, and now I'm here at D.C. Coat. Okay, there you go. All right, so um, obviously serving the military as well, not that I have to tell you, but um, the work and the training is very much something that is second to none, we'll say, with a lot of uh, different careers that are out there. What do you feel like you took out of your service that translates really well into how you live your life today? Um. With with my job today, it would be more like the work ethic and um, probably firearms and being proficient in firearms. Mm -hmm. How about uh, just day to day life, just in general? Oh, and day to day life. Yeah. Well, I mean, both questions. Both questions are answered, which is great. Uh, I guess work discipline too. Every time my wife gives me a honey do list, I. <laughs> Bust it out and get it done. That's the right answer. <laughs> Any other answer would have been good, but that was the right one. All right. So in your experience, um, in your time in service, uh, tell me a little bit more about what maybe you did. Obviously, military police is uh, can take you a lot of different routes, we'll say. So what did you do in that role? And you don't have to get too specific if you don't want to. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, my first duty station, I was on a nuclear weapon site, so it's much like working a nuclear power plant. Um Two of my duty assignments were strictly being a police officer on post. 
and the other three were actually spent more time in the field and closer to the infantry role than I do was at the police role. Wow. And I'm sure that there are tons of stories that you have, things that you, you maybe shouldn't say, can't say, but is there a story that you can think of that uh, you'd be willing or interested in sharing about your service? Um, let's see. The, when Now, I was in from 97 to 2000, so nothing major was going on during that time frame except uh, the breakup of the former Yugoslavia. So we did a lot of missions into the that area. The MPs did, riding the railroads and taking all the equipment in. That's about the extent of it. Um, yeah. Was at Grafenbeer when a helicopter went down and my guys went and pulled the people out of the helicopter. A lot of heroic actions in, uh, in a situation like that. So um, for somebody who might be considering going into the Army, maybe even you know following the footsteps that you did in your role, what is advice uh, or something that they should know before they uh, take that step? Uh, let's see. Well, military police, it's a one-unit station, so when you go, you're at the same place for 17 straight weeks. Uh, it's at Fort Leonardwood, Missouri now. It used to be at Fort McClellan, Alabama. Uh, just take a work ethic with you because you run across a lot of people nowadays that don't have a real strong work ethic. So I would just ha- be ready to do complete the mission and get it done. John, I appreciate your service. Thank you very much. Bob, you are uh, a man here that uh, I've just met here for the first time to have this conversation. You're a Navy man, right? Yes, sir. All right, so give me a little bit of a rundown. What was your role in the Navy? When and how long did you serve? USS Enterprise, 1971 through 77. Uh, that was during the Vietnam era. Uh, I was a seaman, um, boats and mate. Uh, part of my job and the one that I really appreciated the most was being a helmsman on board an aircraft carrier, the USS Enterprise. Yeah, that was awesome job. So tell me, like, uh, you kind of paint a picture for somebody who is like hearing this. What did that look like? What did that feel like for you? Have you seen the movie Top Gun? Yes. Or the movie, the new one coming out, Maverick, which is yeah. That is a great illustration of what I dealt with. Yes. So now I've got to ask this question too because you know you mentioned during Vietnam. This is a question that I don't think a lot of people fully realize. But did you choose to enlist, or was this something where you were told to enlist? No, I chose to enlist. Yeah. Was it because of family history? Was it because college wasn't the right route for you? What said? What made you say, you know what? This is what I want to do. I was graduating high school, and my father was in the U.S. Navy. My brother was U.S. Army. He did his time in Nam. Um, so I just wanted to serve, so I followed my father's footsteps and went in the Navy. And uh, I will say that anybody that serves in the military obviously has my utmost respect, and I've heard that echoed through the tour and through the years of doing this. But, you know, the Navy was obviously a choice because of family, right, family history of doing that. But did you ever kind of teeter on going into a different route, a different uh, branch of service? No, I did not, no. 
Now, coming back, coming back home. I know that was a difficult time in Vietnam uh, to be returning back to stateside and or to you know be in the military in general. Looking back on that time, how do you feel like the public has changed their tune and, and, and changed their perspective? I didn't really experience a lot that the boots on the ground guys okay, uh, experienced when they came back and landed and ran into the opposition from the public. I never really had to deal with that, to tell you the truth, so I did not have a bad experience coming back. I'm happy to hear that then. Um, so let me just talk a little bit more for anybody who is maybe in that position. They're 25 or younger. Maybe they're thinking about, all right, high school's done. What's my next step? What would you tell them about joining up with the Navy or joining the military in general? I support it 100%. Um, serving this country to me is a great honor. And I believe that we need... We need more young men and women in our armed forces today. I want to make sure I talk to Chuck, who is here with us, and you are actually the commander. Is that correct? Yes, I am. All right. So before we talk about some of the stuff that's happening here at the Legion, I want to know a little bit about your service. So tell me about uh, the branch and how long you served again. Joined the United States Marine Corps in 1970, and I served for six years. Excellent. Four active and two inactive. Okay. So with your service, what was your role? What did you do? Uh, I was one of the very few people. Everybody goes to the Marine Corps is O three hundred, which is a rifleman. They're there to shoot people. Uh, I cross trained as a judge's mechanic. And I made the ultimate bad choice that you're not supposed to do is never volunteer. Oh. And I, I hated what I was doing. And Jedi Mechanics top come in and needed somebody to come in for flight line. And so I, I went to uh, become a crew chief. CH-53 helicopter. Basically what it is, uh, you're in charge of a helicopter. Every time it goes, you're with it. You, you take care of it. Uh, during more time, you're a builder guard. Uh, so you uh, you saw a lot of time in the sky then, maybe. Is that fair to say? In, in my four years there, I got about $3,400 in the aircraft. And every once in a while, if I was to let me fly, I got about 40 hours to fly. Uh, well, out of your service, um, what is maybe the highlight or the, the shining moment that you say, you know what, I'm most proud of this? I'm just proud that I serve. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, you know, like my shirt says, you know, it says that, you know, none of us almost joined. Yeah. The Marine Corps, everybody joined. Mm-hmm. And, you had to be proud of that. And we're all brotherhood. Yeah. And there's anybody who's ever been in Marine Corps, we're all brothers. Absolutely. Whether it be sisters or brothers. And that's that's the way we are. Yeah. I uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate your service. Thank you. Um, one of the biggest things I like to talk about with commanders first is the fact that not only did you serve your country, but now you came back to the community here in Baroda and you're serving the community post service. So first, thank you for that as well. 
and you have some things coming up here in the next few days. Tomorrow, poppies are going to be uh, sold here. So where can we get those? Uh, they're going to be at the corner of Shawnee and Cleveland. And I believe down here, Lemon Creek and Main Street. I I have to work, so I don't know what time they're going to be out there tomorrow. Right. So I'm a dual member for the Legion. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be helping out on Saturday for the songs. Okay. Very and cool. We'll be out the same places probably about 9.30 to 11. Excellent. But I believe these guys... The Legion members, if I remember, remember right, they come like 1 o'clock to about 4.30 or something like that. Sure. Now, obviously Memorial Day coming up as well, and you have uh, a parade that and some ceremonies that are going to be taking place that day as well too, right? Yes, we do. Okay, so tell me a little bit about those. Well, uh, we're set up for uh, it's, uh, Monday. One o'clock the parade. Okay. And uh hey. sorry. Right. We're gonna have everybody here, you know, for the parade. We got uh Lake Short uh band coming down. Okay. Uh different other groups. Uh in fact I just talked tonight, I found out Stevensville is not gonna put on a parade. Uh-huh. So I'll probably go down Monday or Sunday and talk to their sure. assisting commander and see if they can't bring their group down here to yeah. fire our parade. That would be great. And that's a great thing, too. I want to make sure I point out, too. Legions, it's not this Legion against that Legion. It's everybody is together in this together, right? I've only been commander this last year. I guess it will be next year. My deal is I'm going to start going to these other meetings. I know when I was the uh, starting arms mm-hmm. for 15 years, I had a horrible time getting enough people for funerals. Sure. And we're not the only folks. All the other folks around this community, you know, so I'm going to start going to them and say, okay, give us you know, names of people that's retired yeah, so we can help one another. And sure. Instead of just one legion against the one legion, we're all going to be completely together. This is awesome. Uh, that, that's my goal. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job of it by uh, starting with that step there, too. And, uh, again, thank you for your service. And as we do with our Maybe Thank You Tour, you know, we talk about these shirts that I'm wearing. I think we have a couple more people that are wanting to get some of these shirts, so I want to make sure I get them in here, too. But I want to at least be the first here to present you with the donations that were made here today. So I want to bring this here to you. And I want to say all of these donations right now is a total of about $340 that was raised today. We have some more that will be coming to you at the end of our tour as well from some of our amazing sponsors. But thank you for what you do for the community. This is a small way for us to show our gratitude for all of Southwest Michigan. And we look forward to being back here again here next year and uh, and hanging out with you guys again. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. I appreciate what the radio station does for us. And you're, you're helping the American Legion and, and the communities. And I appreciate everything you guys do. And, and I appreciate I appreciate that sentiment, but it's the community. The May We Thank You Tour is presented by Boss Services with support from our veteran-focused partners, Full Circle Cafe in Stevensville, Boss Concrete, Cassopolis Family Clinic Network, Grapevine Nursery, Campbell Ford, Lincoln Saline, and Niles, Pratt Intermodal Chassis, and Lakeshore Public Schools. We invite you to join us at our American Legion stops and ask you to make a donation to our heroes. And in exchange, you'll get a free American flag t-shirt, the 2022 May we thank you tour from 975 Y Country.